And here we are in a very expected non-twist. We will head on over here to ABC News. Bit of an old article, but I've been kind of heavy on two particular stories. But we're back out. We're back swinging through. Uh, uh, Article from December 14th. Time of recording, December 28th. 14 days ago. All right. It is 3.13 a.m. I have a shift to get to. Ramaswamy being supported by controversial former Iowa representative Stephen King. More detail on Stephen King in the weekend broadcast, which, you know, live on the Facebook and podcast live. We'll condense the things that we've covered this week and put together a what I think will be a, an entertaining and engaging program that you can tune into while you're doing your dishes and vacuuming and whatnot, you know, cleaning out the car, you know, wiping the windows, wiping the bathroom, you know, scrub the tub, scrub a dub tub, you know, and you can play that program while you do those things this weekend. Link will be up when it is uh, produced. Uh, This article on ABC News is up by Kendall Ross. Kendall Ross tells me, tells us, that the controversial former Iowa representing Steve King, well, he's back in that Republican Vivek Ramaswamy in his name, in his home state's caucuses. With Ramaswamy telling ABC News that shared opposition to proposed pipelines to capture carbon dioxide is what brought us together. A proposed pipeline to transport CO2 would run through parts of Catalan. Kelly Volk breaks down how it would work and what it means for producers. Summit Carbon Solutions' planned pipeline would capture carbon dioxide emissions from facilities such as ethanol plants, compress it, and transport it by pipeline to North Dakota, where it would be permanently stored underground. By doing that, that lowers the carbon intensity of ethanol by reducing the emissions from the plant. It enhances the value of the products they make when they go into low-carbon fuel markets. Siouxland Energy Cooperative is one of 31 partner facilities already signed on to the project. We can get our carbon score down significantly right now. Siouxland's at about a 63.4. And we think that Summit can get us down about another 25 points. Operations Director Jeff Altna says the cooperative is taking other steps to reduce emissions with the ultimate goal of becoming a zero carbon intensity producer. Reducing carbon intensity will help ethanol plants access markets with low carbon fuel standards. Kelly Newenhouse is a Siouxland board member and a longtime Iowa farmer. My main thoughts about this kind of project, it's, it's going to be for the next generation of farmers to have a market through ethanol and biofuels. In Sioux Center, Kelly Volk, Kelloland News. The Iowa chapter of the Sierra Club opposes CO2 pipelines, saying these projects don't address other forms of pollution from fossil fuel extraction and industrial agriculture. The Sierra Club also says a pipeline leak could poison surrounding communities. Summit Carbon says if there is a leak, its alert system could notify crews immediately. The company says the CO2 would become a gas and dissipate into the atmosphere. It's called capitalism. Learning is fun. 
So is taking uh, three takes to record one podcast segment. Also, very fun. Come on. Uh, So, continuing with this uh, ABC News article here, Mr. Stephen Kang, uh, who has been introducing Vivek Ramaswamy at some events, some events, well, he cited their mutual view during remarks at a town hall for Mr. Ramaswamy on Wednesday. Keeping in mind, this is a couple Wednesdays past at the time of recording. Uh, quote, I intend to caucus for a candidate that's a strong defender of our property rights and against the CO2 boondoggle. And that man that does that the best right now today is right over here. I'd like to introduce Vivek Ramaswamy. End quote. And apparently there's an area out there called Pocahontas. And in Pocahontas, uh, Stephen King told uh, potential voters that, quote, America needs a voice, a voice like Vivek Ramaswamy. It is so fun seeing Steve King understand that the game is the game. And if I have to work with this inferior raced brown, brownie, brown man, to get my white supremacy. Stephen King is going to goddamn do it. All right, Stevie Steve. Uh, continuing. Mr. Ramaswamy, Vivek that is, and his campaign um, and Stephen King himself, they maintain that Stephen King's supportive remarks were not a formal endorsement. But King remains a, a respected figure among some Republican voters in the region he represented in the House for eight years. All right. Uh, this is before losing his fourth congressional district seat to Randy Feinstra in 2020. By then, Stephen King had uh, become effectively shunned by the larger Republican Party after saying in a 2019 interview, quote, white nationalists, white nationalists, Western civilization. How did that language become offensive? End quote. They could bring him back now. I don't know why they would try to get rid of him. And then 2019, keep in mind, 2019, Trump Stilskin's already in, like, the um like the the wrapping is off the present like it's 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 a fash in the box <laughs> there you go hey i'm a funny guy right so we opened up our fash in the box already so why why even play silly games like that i don't i don't take that serious continuing he later clarified that he uh quote rejected those labels and the evil ideology they define end quote and simply called himself a nationalist. Which, if uh, some of you may have been tuned in when I was uh, programming in 2015, when I first started listening to Alex Jones, and I pointed out, I was like, Alex Jones is, he has the good sense to just call himself a nationalist. Be right, because to the average white Ned Flanders fothermucker, that is prob- that probably, if it was on a state referendum he would vote for abortion rights. I'm talking about that regular Ned Flanders cat out there would vote for that. If it was on a state referendum, I'm talking about the type of cat that would not vote against transgender folks just using a dat gummit bathroom somewhere. Just Jesus, right? But if that person here is like white nationalist, then 
they're not going to see any nuance between voting um, Republican or Democrat anymore. They're just going to be like, oh, I guess I'm just going to vote Democrat down ticket. Right. But if the right winger, the fascist right winger just calls himself a nationalist, well, that's national. Nations are good. Hell, that's why me, like, I'm a big YouTube head. I watch, or not watch, I more so listen to hella YouTube video essays, film retrospectives and whatnot, political shows. And I remember some years ago, because of my algorithm, something popped in it called the Rational National. And I just see a white dude's face in the thumbnail. I'm like, I'm not clicking that shit. Because national is a word that has the connotations needed for those of us that are really on the shit with it. You know, we really nerd out on the political shit. I don't think we're more super informed or we're above tier. Like, this is just our nerd thing and our nerdism in it doesn't really affect change. Like, let's not self-aggrandize here. Right, but like that word national and nationalist and nationalism, like for those of us that do nerd out on it, we know the canon, right? Or the canonical, however they talk about that. We know what's going on there. Just like when we hear parents' rights, we know that that is a, uh, let's call it corporate language, a subsidiary of the state's rights corporation of fascist language, right? And then we know where states rights comes from right so but that ned flanders cat out there they don't know that shit and they're gonna trust it and believe it's in good faith I'm like hey he's just a good guy i like the cut of his jib gonna vote for that guy don't do it continuing <clears throat> uh still mr steve king faced vocal rebuke from leading conservatives like senator uh Mitch Friesen Mitch I don't know he needs a nickname right just God why, why did Donald Trump bring these nicknames into politics and why am I buying into it right I want to call him Friesen Mitch now can we call him Sub-Zero or like some sort of iteration of Sub-Zero to make it right wing well, well we'll figure that one out but I would like it alright because that is a cat like can we call him 8 Mile what about that? B-Rabbit? I don't know, but something because this guy likes to freeze and he never came back and said, fuck the free world. Uh, he never represented the 313. We didn't put his hand. We didn't put our hands up and follow him. And Wink did fuck his girl. He's still standing here screaming, fuck the free world. I've watched too many rap movies. Continuing. Uh, so Mitch McConnell said, uh, he was quickly removed from his committed seats and drastically reducing his influence in Congress. You know, Mitch McConnell, like, he talks from his jowls. You know, he kind of works at that southern from the jowls. And I got to, sometimes I like to take mint julep and dip bread in it and roll it into kind of a, a southern sponge ball and put it on my front teeth. You know how Mitch McConnell talks. Uh, continuing. Ah, I'm having too much fun being on different news stories now. I'm not so sad. Uh, Mr. Ramaswamy, a businessman and a conservative commentator with his own provocative style, 
It bullshit. Excuse me, let me scroll back up. His own provocative style, my fucking black hairy ass, which is oddly getting hairy now that I'm in my 40s. Uh, Kendall Ross. Kendall Ross, fall back with that. His own provocative style. Get the fuck out of here. Like, he's fucking, he's Mark Summers with a swastika. All right, he's a fascist game show host. He's Harry Wormwood from the Matilda movie. Used car salesman to the core. It is not unique. Get the funk out of here. Jesus. Fucking fascist chutzpah. Um, so, sure, provocative style, including floating conspiracy theories. Uh, told He told ABC News that he's not worried about whether King's support will affect the public's perception of him. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, the fuck he is. And if you don't understand that, I'll make it clear it's all good. This is what I do, baby. Um, you see, what you're supposed to think is that, oh no, but Vivek, people will think that you're friends with a racist. Oh no, Vivek, you can't be friends with a racist. Oh no, Vivek, you can't be friends with a fascist. That's not where the concern is. His concern is that he wants the racist to think that he's down with the racist. All right, it's like um, what what Cuzzo said that was uh, that was running for uh, running against DeSantis in in Florida, where he was like, "Yeah, you may not be racist." But all the uh, he's like the people voting for you think you're racist, you know, something along those lines. Like it was real player the way he spit that shit out on the debate stage. It was some years ago now. God, time passes brutally. Started the podcast when I was 29, 28. I'm 40. Continuing. Yeah, he says, uh, "Quote: I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that calculus." I'm speaking the truth on this issue. It affects my perception of the broken Republican establishment in this country and increasingly even in this state. End quote. Now, what's he getting at there, right? Because, like, why would this guy being endorsed by this Republican running as a Republican and is a Republican commentator would call the Republican establishment broken? That's when they're saying they're rhinos, R-I-N-O, Republicans in name only. Because remember, why are the current Republicans of the past, now, it's 2020, three, of the past six decades, why they are Republicans? They are Republicans because a consolidation of voters and politicians saw the Civil Rights Act and said, no, no. Is that what the Democratic Party is doing? You know what? I'm not a Democrat anymore. Uh, And I would say always, uh, as far as like a jumping off point into looking into that on your own time for yourself, start with Strom Thurmond, child rapist pedophile that got a black uh, little girl pregnant, child rapist, uh, Strom Thurmond, look him up. Uh, he is uh, one of the most vocal ones of that time about the party switch as he was switching parties. But today, like, keep in mind, like, 
the Republicans that lie to you about the party switch, look at everything else they lie about and casually say they simply don't care about reality. It doesn't matter. They care about outcome, not about right words. I did not have a good phrase going. Uh, but continuing, but that's that's what he means. He was talking broken Republican establishment. He's saying, nah, they ain't going hard enough. I'll show you how to get at these colors, right? Like, as a colored, I'll show you how to handle the colors. You get them, Vivek. He's going to come back calling himself Vincent, watch. He's going to come back calling himself Vincent um, Ramburger or Ramport. There you go, Vincent Ramport. And he's going to skin bleach, know that. This is a Piyush Jindal all over again. Continuing. Um, bow, 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 bow. Uh, Mr. Ramaswamy has been a vocal critic of policies to curb climate change, which scientists believe is leading to deadlier weather events, among other environmental changes. My God, this journalist or whoever wrote this is annoying. The scientists believe... Like, the specific word you choose matters, right? Like, Christians believe that there's a magic man in the sky and he uh, had sex with an underrate, with a, with a little girl that just got married to a grown man as a ghost version of himself so that she could give birth to him so that he could sacrifice himself to himself via the Romans, but because it's a divine plan for eternity, he knows that he made himself a Jew and that the people who really love Roman culture the most will continue to want to kill more Jews in the future. And Christians just believe that. They don't know that. They haven't studied that. They haven't tested that for veracity, for uh, the, uh, for reliability, right? For repeatability. They just believe that, right? Like they're right now, there's somebody um, asking someone their birthday so that they could say, "Oh, you're a, you're a Sagittarius, Orpian, or whatever the fuck it is they're talking about." You're that, so therefore you do this. They believe. Climate scientists know. They know. They've known since 1912. Jesus. Or the Es Nueve Dosa. You could say it that way too. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Continuing. Um, Mr. Ramaswamy called the carbon capture pipelines, the ones that you heard about in that uh, news brief, called them the greatest violation of property rights, and it matters to, to Iowans here in their backyard, and I'm the only candidate who's able to stand for it. Look at that whole-ass fathermuckin' quote. Let's do it, front to back. First couple of words. This is the greatest violation, right? Like, um, and I don't know how much this crosses over into, into Whitesville, but like violation is used casually 
with like rape culture language, right? And you know how like in rape culture, you call everything rape, but rape, right? You talking about they're violating you. It's a violation of property rights, right? These people believe in private. That's why they believe in, in redlining and keeping other people out of home owning, keeping other people out of vehicle owning, keeping other people just away from your stuff. You see, as Christians, they want you to covet, but not to have it. Yeah, no. Covet thy neighbor's goods, but only if I is be thy neighbor. I need you to covet my goods. Because my goods bring all the boys to the yard. Milkshake them. Come on. Uh, <clears throat> right? But that's right. Like, th- this is a wild quote because, like, he is just like really just hitting like this guy knows white people let's keep it official vivek ramaswamy has studied the white man intensely like he should have a phd in white peopleology he knows what the fuck he's doing in every syllable here the greatest violation of property rights and it matters to iowans right so he's speaking to that isolationist attitude that like it can't be that um, it, it, you know, it, not that it can't be. It's almost like a, a fascist cognitive dissonance that we are all collectively this thing called Americans, but us over here, we's Iowans, and us here, we's Kentuckians, as if each state is its own micro nation. You dig what I'm talking? I, I remember the the first time it really irritated me because I didn't know people did this and I was uh, 12 years old and somebody from Florida came up and they were just talking about it with someone else from Florida and they were like so we live in Washington now what is we Washingtonians right Californians Iowans Nevadans but also we're all collectively Americans and love each other but us over here Kentuckians we is be better than you uh, New Yorkers it's it's goofball shit you know but he's speaking to that isolationist and that sort of like no you're you are uniquely special in this particular physical microcosm iowans i hope what i'm saying is coming through clear sound off in the comments all three of you if you hear me clearly right so back to his quote the greatest violation of property rights and it matters to Iowans here in their what? Backyard. <laughs> like, unironically using backyard. That is something. And Vivek Ramaswamy is, uh, how old? Let's go ahead and look it up in real time. No pausing, no pausing. Vivek Ramaswamy age, baby. 38. Holy shit. The evil is younger than me. I'm always reminded, ever since Dylan Roof, the evil is younger than me. Oh, Jesus. He's 38. Look. I need y'all to be ready with a dollar or two if you can. Because if I if I'm ever in like reaching distance of Vivek, I will pop him in the nose once and he will press charges on me and I'm going to be needing that bail. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, back to the ABC News article. Fuck, he's 38. Fuck, Alex Jones isn't even in his 50s yet. Did you know that? Alex Jones is not in his 50s. Ah, 
But yes, uh, his, uh, his quote, right? The greatest violation of property rights and all that matters to Iowans here in their backyard, using backyard unironically. We got something in this country you've heard of. It's called NIMBY, N-I-M-B-Y. Not in my backyard. People don't want any kind of social help located anywhere near them. You try to open up a halfway house, try to open up a rehab center for drugs or alcohol, try to build a little home for some retarded people who want to work their way into the community. People say, not in my backyard. People don't want anything near them, especially if it might help somebody else. Part of the great American spirit of generosity we're always told about. <laughs> Big, generous American nation. Ask an Indian about yeah, I was just barely nine years old when I saw that Marxist stand-up comedy special in 1992. George Carlin jamming in New York. And yeah, I do mean Marxist. Uh, somebody on a discussion panel about politics, uh, some guy called Carlin a Marxist and Carlin did not say, no, I'm not or anything. He just kind of kept talking like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Vivek Ramaswamy using backyard unironically in 2023 as a 38-year-old, two years younger than me, so born in 85. So he was about barely seven years old when that dropped. Cool stuff. Uh, Continuing. Uh, Ramaswamy, yeah, we're, we're inside his quote. It matters in their backyard, and I'm the only candidate who's able to stand for it. The only one. Pay attention to folks that function like that, that call the one, the only one, the sole person to be able to do the thing, the sole person capable of the thing, the sole person with the courage to do the thing. Be wary of that kind of shit. My goodness. I think, folk, I think that you don't even need to know that much history and whatnot to know that that is socially dangerous. I don't want to just say dangerous generally. It's socially dangerous, right? Like, this is already not exactly a shining society, but there is some small degree of attempted politeness uh, carried out by some of us. And shit like that makes the, these people, these Iowans, folks that are follow, that are into this Republican shit, it makes them worse than they already are. Like, Republicans are already bad citizens, even when they're fake nice. Like, you ever come across, like, a stranger... And they seem like they're nice, but you're not really buying it. They're probably a Republican that just called someone a nigger on social media. (laughs) Like, let's just keep it official. Like, you don't walk and live among good people. Do some vetting. All right. Like, when I leave this job, like, I'm actually, when I quit this factory that I'm running in and out of, I'm going to get a couple of t-shirts for a couple of the staff members, you know, just leave some of my co-workers with a couple of gifts, you know, cheap gifts, you know, funny t-shirt, picture of Daria on it, but the two Republicans, no, three, the three Republicans on that line, I ain't getting them shit, fuck them, don't associate with them niggas, like, yeah, I know, I have some unpopular opinions that we will be working our way towards on that one. 
Ugh, I do, yeah, I do not associate. So, the article continues that I am taking a very long time to go over, which is how I like to do my programming. Um, the proposed pipelines are intended to capture carbon dioxide that fuels climate change and which uh, is produced by Iowa's widespread corn farming and ethanol industries. Ah, now I can't help but wonder if they would be down to go if the states were smaller and there were less people living on the coast, would they just want to have a civil war about it? You know, for the state's rights to their uh, economic goals and opportunities and aspirationals. I think they would. I think they would, they could, and we'd have to kill them. Now, the pipelines have drawn opposition, and not just from Mr. Kang and Mr. Ramaswamy. There are some environmental activists and landowners in the state that don't want them either, contending the pipelines will be hugely disruptive relative to their climate change solutions, relative to other climate change solutions, excuse me. Of course, Vivek Ramaswamy told supporters that, quote, I don't want people to tell their kids to try to judge or dissociate with somebody because they disagree with something that they might have once said. I prefer to get to know a person on their own terms, and so far, it's only been relatively recently I've gotten to know Steve King, but I think that he is a solid person who cares about the Constitution in this country. End quote. I tell you for real, Vivek Ramaswamy knows white people like he is a scholarly whitesman he knows exactly how to talk to these motherfuckers like they might actually let him kill a white person they don't like in front of them like they are fucking he knows how to sell it to them put it that way like I think that Vivek Ramaswamy is a name we're gonna hear for at least 15 more years I'm calling it 15 more years of relevance it will begin to wane in the ninth year but it will be a slow arduous process arduous darling arduous if I was a drag queen that'd be my drag name I'd be Miss Arduous (laughs) ah man glad to be doing some um some news articles I'm having I hope you're having a good time tuned into this um arduous darling Right. So back to this quote now, as we get toward the end of the article saying, I don't want people to tell their kids to try and judge or dissociate from someone or disagree because of something they may have once said, like what he basically he got his brown, brown, more dark skin than some people classified as black are. Hell, hella people classified as black. He's more dark skin than and he got his brown ass up there and said, look. Whatever you said five minutes ago, Negra, Sand Negra, whatever you said about my mother, my sister, my daughter, I don't care. And at the end of the day, that's the sociopath at work in capitalism. He doesn't care, right? Pat, capitalism and, and patriarchy, right? And these little boy, big boy values. And I use little boy, little boy, big boy, all is one word. If you type that out, don't put spaces in between them. Little boy, big boy is all one thing. All right. Like, uh, for example, like look at the cartoon Big Mouth over there on the Netflix. Right. Like, uh, who is that character? Like the really small one. 
that like basically became an incel in one of the seasons and like became a game show host that character is written to be little boy big boy um that's what over the years in the show married with children they developed the character uh bud bundy into being little boy big boy right in the basement with his blow-up dolls but also trying to have dates and trying to pass college little boy big boy all right and vivek ramaswamy is selling that hard Right. As the little boy, also being a big boy, his thing is he wants to impress the other boys. So he's got to have the haircut. He's got to have the suit. You know, I'm sure that he's probably uh, uh, married to a woman or dating a woman that would be uh, considered conventionally attractive to the other boys. There we are. And as we float along, I just Googled Vivek Ramaswamy wife. There we are. Um, uh I don't want to mispronounce her first name. I've never seen this name before, but it's A-P-O-O-R-V-A. Maybe, uh, poor, yeah, I do not know that one. But, uh, yeah, like, like, I don't know, to my eyeball, she appears to be a generally handsome woman. A skinny, of course, that's very important. Hair length longer than shoulder, right? Longer than shoulder, very important, right? Because then how will you know she's a woman if her hair's not longer than shoulder? You know, cis people are very, cis people are easily confused, easily confused. Like, I swear, like, if every single woman in America just didn't put on makeup one day, cis men would have a conniption fit of not knowing who was what gender. If cis women all just had one, one day, no makeup, no hairstyles, and just baggy jeans and sweaters, cis men across the board would die, a great many of them. I wouldn't, because I'm not fucking stupid. So it would just be me doing chores while y'all get to survive. I'm okay with doing the chores. Because I'm a simp or whatever, sure. Ah, but fucking, um, yeah, like she looks like a handsome woman, right? Skinny hair length, right? Uh, she's smiling in her photo. That's very important, right? So the other boys need to know she has that. And if this is what will make him money... If getting up there and tap dancing for those racist white people that he knows don't really respect him, if that will make him the money, so that I guarantee you he drives a black SUV. Out of all the vehicles he could have, I guarantee you black SUV is his vehicle because that represents power, right? Black SUV broadly and generally, uh, black BMW uh, car, not like sport utility vehicle if you're in Los Angeles. <laughs> All right, keep it official. Keep it official, right? And and maybe like a uh, you know what you're up in the Northeast, maybe a, what is it like a, a BMW sport utility vehicle? But you know what I'm talking about. Like he has to show the other boys that he has the pretty girl and the cool toys, and he's a big boy, little boy like you, Vivek. And let's get to the closeout of this article, right? We're having a little too much fun. I do have a shift to get to. Um, further in that quote that we're going back over again, 
he doesn't want to tell people to tell their kids to try and judge or dissociate with someone, be or disagree with something they might have once said. And he says, I prefer to get to know a person on their own terms. And so far, it's only been relatively recently I've gotten to know Steve King. But I think that he is a solid person. So, like, again, he's saying the past doesn't matter, which is very, which is very important to white people in the context, in the context of non-white people existing near them. Now, if white people are just around other white people, it's all about the past. All right? Hey, Confederate flags, good past. We know what that represents, and we love it. Swastikas, good past. We know what that represents, we love it. Hell, white people are still quoting, like, the same old, like, fucking 12 Greek and Roman philosophers now. So irrelevant. Let it go. All right? I have lived my whole life and have and have had multiple high quality intellectual exchanges without quoting um plato i don't give a blue fuck what plato said about shit it doesn't matter and i know you didn't know plato existed all through your years and you were undereducated and your parents parked you in front of a tv and then you went to college and you heard plato and it blew your mind straight the fuck out of your skull let it go it wasn't that ill it just wasn't <laughs> all right and the article ends on this note on tuesday ramaswamy told a voter in northwood that he didn't believe that quote king is a white supremacist quote i don't think he's anything close to that end quote so right now as I get this day started, it is 4.12 a.m. I have a shift to get to. I should eat something and then go. It is Thursday. We'll be broadcasting this week, and I have not decided um, Saturday or Sunday, but I do want to get the broadcast in early in the weekend, so probably before 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Times uh, Saturday. And in that way, anyone that would like to just hear the long-form episode can just play back the archive for the rest of the weekend while you vacuum your car out and other such things that you do. And uh, and we'll be back with more. Had a good time. Um, and again, let's just say it. Uh, uh, rest in peace to that uh, little baby out there, uh, Brianna Jai, out there in Manchester, England. And uh, Ruby Doss, a sex worker murdered in 1986. In 2023, the murderer has finally been found guilty. And his motherfucking ass will be sentenced February 5th. And the little shits that murdered Brianna Jai in Manchester, England, they'll be sentenced February 2nd. Until then, sit they punk ass in the motherfucking cell and wait. If the prison industrial complex absolutely has to exist, throw these motherfuckers in it then. Murdering asses. All right. Let that be that. Let this be this. Wine cellar media fill you with bliss and other such things. Please be as safe as possible wherever you are.